Hello, everyone. This is Faye, and I sell Medicare plans. Um, today is a special day because it's the day that we come together to learn how to use every minute, every second of the day. How do we do that? Through time management, of course. And my guest today is Trevor LaBear. And Trevor says to me, it's against the law to kill a bear. So that's how I could remember how to properly pronounce his name. Trevor is the founder of Day Optimizer, which is a time management system that he's developed over the last three years. He has clients who are national and international. And Trevor is here to tell us more about using our minutes wisely. Hi, Trevor. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. You are looking so sharp. Oh, you guys that listen on the podcast, you, you're going to miss. So you're going to have to watch it on YouTube as well because Trevor is dressed today. He looks so dapper. And I'm sure he fit all of that into his time management. Right, Trevor? <laughs> yep. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, and of course about Day Optimizer. Yep. So um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I, this is my fourth business, and I obviously have needed to manage my time throughout the years. And my last, when I started this business, I was actually starting it around helping people do life planning, like figuring out where they want to be in five years, you know, where they are now, how to kind of get there what to take on their plate, what to take off their plate. And I kind of realized that plant, that business didn't quite suit the business model I wanted. And everyone was struggling with time management to even do life planning. So I decided time management mm. was a much bigger problem to tackle and a, and a problem that I had some insight into because I developed this technique around 10 years ago for doing this three-step process for planning your day. Um, oh, three steps? Yes, it's a three-step process. Um, in fact, I'm actually now calling it a, a four-step process. I'm using the acronym CASE because it's Commit, Allocate, Schedule, Evaluate. And that tells you how to plan your day, um, particularly optimized for um, entrepreneurs and freelancers and independent contractors who have control of their day and they can decide exactly when they're, when they're doing it. If you are for a boss and your boss is going to tell you exactly what to do, you may not need this system as much. Um, but yeah, I developed that and then developed software around it. And so the Day Optimizer app is like a web app that you can install on your phone or the, the computer um, to help you do this planning process. But you can also do it on paper. So I do it on paper as well. Um, and yeah, and that's what I've done. Is I, and then I've also started studying into productivity in general and time management in general. And realizing when different types of techniques match for different people. So again, like the technique I've developed is specific when you're juggling multiple balls in the air and you're trying to move multiple projects forward. If you're someone who is, has like just a list of things that you need to hit, like um, say you're purely, I know some of the people in your audience are, are salespeople. If you're purely doing, you're a pure salesperson and you just have your leads that you're calling, and you're just hitting those things and you're following up, well, then maybe instead of 
doing like a full schedule, maybe you develop a rhythm to your day or you're developing, you're using time blocking more um, and not actually needing to schedule stuff as much. So different techniques work for different people and we can talk about that. Oh, I see. You know what? I heard about time scheduling. I actually tried it for a little while. I don't know if it's the same technique that you would suggest, but it was like um, a do certain tasks for 45 minutes, take a break, then do something different for the next 45 minutes, and then go back to doing other things. And when I first, when we were first um, not able to go out and see people or meet people at all when the pandemic first started, um, that's what I did because I had to do something to just keep from losing my mind entirely. So I did that kind of time block thing. But now it just doesn't seem to work very well. And I think for most agents, we have so many tasks to do. Uh, what would you suggest would be an easy way to start uh, time management? So I think the first thing, if you've got just a lot of things to do when you're just like a little overwhelmed is the thing that's gonna give you the biggest bang for your buck is to just take five or 10 minutes in the morning and sit down and, and kind of like look at what is everything you need to do and prioritize and say, what's the top things I need to do today, right? So people, there's lots of different techniques around this, but you can pick your top three, or if you're going to do, um, so you've got a call list and uh, mm -hmm. your different prospects have different priorities. Go and just like run through that and say, okay, what are the top 10 that I need to call first? And then that way, if you don't get the rest done, you've, you've done the biggest impact, the biggest bang for your buck. And too often what people do is they get stuck in the doing and they forget to plan. So I've got this little thing where I will schedule my calendar, stop doing plan. Ah. Um, you know, that's, that's true. I think everybody, sometimes we get bogged down in what I call busy work. It doesn't produce any income and you can get into a habit of doing that and you actually can keep yourself busy all day and you haven't produced a dime. Exactly. So having, having that question once a day that says, what's going to be the biggest impact in this day? And just like okay. taking time to answer that. If you take 10 minutes and really sit down and, and try to answer that question, whether you're going through a, like an actual planning process or you're just even just journaling, it doesn't matter. That's going to have a huge impact on your day. And you're going to save those 10 minutes. A lot of people are like, well, I can't afford 10 minutes. Those 10 minutes that you spend are easily saved because you're not wasting your time doing all the busy work. So that would be the first thing I would recommend. Okay. Now, um, what about doing those, um, taking those 10 minutes at night so that you're ready, you're prepared for the next day? What do you think about that? That works as well. It's kind of up to personal um, uh, preference. So yes, mm -hmm. you can, some people like to plan at night, some people in the morning, it depends upon what works best for you. Try them both and see. So if you're planning at night, the, the benefit of that is you can just wake up and get started running. Um, right. But then if you're one of those people who at night, you're like not really in a planning mode and you're not going to plan effectively, then plan in the morning. Uh, but okay. regardless, plan before you start working. Don't 
start working and like start running and then you have to like switch back into planning mode start with the planning mode and then flip into the execution mode you know i find that a lot of time i have so many things and so many different things going on that even during the night i might wake up and think oh gee tomorrow i have to do this or tomorrow i have to do that so you know often um we have follow-ups that we have to do and that might come to mind um, at any time. And I guess it's more or less uh, uh, some kind of time management on how to handle those things, even though they're things that we need to do, they're tasks that need to be completed. Yep. Um, this morning, as an example, and one of my clients actually kind of uh, directed me to do this, I got up an hour earlier today, so if I look sleepy, I'm going to be sleepy soon, but I got up an hour earlier because there were like seven specific things that I needed to get done, and by getting up at 5.30, by 8.30, I had all seven of them done, so now I'm feeling like, you know, I'm relaxed. I, I can do something different when when we finish. So I guess it also has to do with how you prioritize what it is you need to get done, right? Correct. Yes. And, and you mentioned two different things in there. One is that waking up in the middle of the night because you're remembering things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, often that will happen when you don't have a good system for keeping track of what you need to get done. So this is more like the task management stuff, a little bit less than the time management is, is making sure that you have got a good system where you can keep track of everything that needs to get done. So you don't, your brain doesn't have to worry and try to churn with that. Because when we don't have a good system, then what happens is the things we know we need to do that are important, keep popping in our head because we don't want to forget them. But if you write them down or you put them in like, you know, a computerized task management system, like, you know, then suddenly it's like, okay, now it's in that system and I can trust that system that it's there. Mm -hmm. And the second where you're starting, those things are popping in your head again, that's a great time to step back and say, do I need to reevaluate my system? Do I need to go through a cleaning routine? Because what will happen a lot of times is we'll have these, these task management systems. And over time, they just get a lot of cruft in them right? There's like all these tasks that we've kind of ignored. And now we don't ever want to look at our task management system because the task list is too long. So like just doing like a a kind of a cleaning process where I'm going to just take all the tasks and throw them in a folder and ignore them for right now. And I can still go back to them and just create a clean slate and then keep adding. Things like that can really help us manage our mind with relation to how we're doing our tasks, which is um, which will then improve our productivity because if we're not <laughs> constantly thinking about things that are in the right. future because we don't have a good system, it degrades our ability to do and be in the present. Mm-hmm. That sounds like my paperwork system. <laughs> when I have too much of it, I put it all in the folder and I say, okay, I'm putting this folder aside. And then, you know, I just take time to do that folder. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and there's there's a like they'll teach that for inbox zero. There's lots of strategies. And the, the key of the strategy is take everything and move it into an archive mode or some 
folder or other place so that your, your main processing bin is clear. And then you can move things back in, but what you're doing is you're changing the default. So normally when you're processing your, your inbox or your bin, whatever it is, is you are deciding what to move out of it, what to kind of like fire, mm-hmm. what to get rid of it. Um, and the default is that it stays in your consciousness. This stays in your main processing flow. If you just take everything, move it out of your processing flow, now the default is it's out of your processing flow and you're moving back in the important stuff. And that is so much easier to manage than trying to go through everything and like decide, oh, do I need this or not? Like, um, it's much easier just to kind of move things back in that are high priority than to move out everything else that's not high priority. Right. Now, most of my audience are independent agents, so they're not working for someone else who says you must work from nine to five or you must be here from 8.30 to 4.30. However, how, how do you suggest that we handle those things that come up which are unexpected. Let's say we've gotten up, we've planned our day, we set our priorities, and we have our list of things that we want to accomplish for the day. But then as agents, there's always things that come up. They just come up. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, uh, a carrier may send out uh, a notice that they're having a webinar at 2 p.m. this afternoon, and they send it out at 8 o'clock in the morning. And you have to plan, you know, to be there because it is a topic that you need to listen to or you need to watch and you need to understand. So how how best to handle those things that just pop up? So um, I recommend a concept, uh, three concepts. I call them anchors, buffers, and bumpers. So anchors are the things that you need to get done in your day that you want to just really anchor your day on. Right. So those are you're absolutely going to try to do those. Buffer is just consider that you don't want to schedule your time to 100 percent. You want buffer time in there. And that's going to help you when you're working on a task and it takes longer. um, A distraction happens, an interruption happens. Or like you said, it's like a new commitment comes in that you need to react to. So having planning for buffer time in your day is really helpful. Now, if you wind up being super productive and you have all this extra time great but don't plan that you're going to execute perfectly through your day and then the the third one is a bumper which is deliberately decide when you're planning your day like if you're thinking about stuff these are my optional tasks that i'd like to get done but if something comes in they get bumped right Uh, and so and, and deciding that up front, that's why it's important, like that planning process. If you're deciding that when you're starting your day or, or the night before, you already know what can get bumped. And then you've also known how flexible your day is. If your day is just filled with anchors and things mm-hmm. that you need to get done, you've got very little flexibility there. But if you create a nice balance between anchors and bumpers and, and add some buffers in there, then it's like, okay, I know I can get these like three things done. These are my anchors. And now here's my optional task, my bumpers that like I'm going to try to get done. But if something comes in, I know that's the thing I'm going to bump, not my anchor, because I've already decided the right. anchor is critical. And because one of the things people decide is they will often, under periods of stress, choose to do the easy thing, not the important thing. Mm-hmm. And so they'll actually, like if they don't define it ahead of time, they'll bump the anchor. They won't bump the optional thing. 
So decide what, uh, up front what your anchors are and what your bumpers are, and then put buffers to help you absorb that. Okay, that sounds great. So Trevor, would there be, knowing that we're mainly in the insurance industry, we work for ourselves, we're entrepreneurs, so we do have control over what we do and when we do it uh, in terms of, you know, when we're going to set appointments. Some of us even work, uh, I'm going to say, part-time. It's kind of difficult to do in insurance, but some do work just certain days, and then there are others who have um, small children at home, so they may only work certain hours of the day. So would there be um, some tips that you can leave that might help um, people in those situations or help all of us to just manage our time a little better? Yeah, certainly. So if you are someone who is working the whole day, and particularly if you are someone like an insurance agent where you're probably most of your work tends to be doing the insurance work. Um, if you're like, you're probably not needing to do, I'm assuming too much marketing and other stuff. Um, in that case, it's very useful to do a rhythm to your day. And so things like the Pomodoro technique, which is where you work in 25 minutes spurts and take a five minute break. Um, or you can do whatever sprint you want, like a 45 minute break, take a, a 15 minute break, but developing a kind of rhythm can really be helpful and creating a generalized structure to your day. So you're not saying I'm doing these specific things, but like I do all my outgoing calls um, for the first hour in the morning. And then I do my paperwork and my proposals. And then I do this. So kind of blocking out the day, but not necessarily needing to specify each to do. Um, and then tying that into your rhythm can be really helpful. And then experimenting with the rhythms to figure out what works for you. For instance, I tend to work in 90 minute blocks. That rhythm works really well. 90 minute, take a break, 90 minute, take a break. Um, you tend to not need to more than 90 minutes, hundred minutes, people tend to not be able to maintain focus, but anywhere from like 20, 25 minutes to 90 minutes is a good kind of sprint. So developing those rhythms is really useful for people who are just doing regular work. And then you can just kind of like work down your list. And so the second to that is just have that task list in a CRM, in this case, it's probably in a CRM that you're working down through your CRM, um, putting a planning process at the beginning of that. So that way you are focusing on what are the key things. Now, if you are someone who's only working part-time that's when you might want to be a little more structured on how you are scheduling your time. So maybe at that point you switch to doing more of a daily schedule where you're saying, okay, from, you know, one to, to three each day, or one to four is when I'm working on this and kind of map out the other things you're doing in your day to make sure they don't interfere with that. Um, and that's, that's also helpful. what I was thinking. The yeah, other yeah. things. Yeah. The other things. So you'd have to kind of use, uh, the um, optimizer system to for everything, not just for your work task. Yes, right? generally, if, especially if you are, so there's two types of people. There's people who like to have a segregated work life and people have like an integrated work life. So the segregated is when I, I decide to start working at nine and I end at five and then everything outside of that is personal. Everything inside that bucket is work, right? And then there's the people who are integrated. And these are often more people working at home, where they're kind of interweaving the personal and the work life. So like, they'll work from nine until 11, then they'll go like, you know, 
go for a walk with their partner or their kids or they're like do some chores and then they'll like do another block of work and they're kind of intermixing the personal and work life and then for that it's really helpful to kind of block out and schedule your day because then you can kind of really see what's taking uh how much time and making sure that you are deciding up, up front how to balance those things you know so mm -hmm. i want to say i want 50 percent of my time personal 50 percent of my time work or 80 percent, or however you want to balance that you decide up front and you don't let it happen where things slip away from you. And so that's where right. yeah, having a planning process, particularly a planning process that helps you gain an awareness of time and, and mm -hmm. awareness of that distribution. Um, so yeah, like the, the, the case process I just described at the beginning, um, that yeah. commit, allocate, schedule, execute, you know, so first decide what you're going to do today, commit to everything. And, and then remove all the other to-dos on your list out of that. Only create a list of just what you are planning to do today and include all your activities, include lunch, include exercise, include all your habits, include your appointments. Like that list should have everything that takes up time in your day. Then allocate time to each of those and say, okay, I'm gonna spend this amount of time, you know, an hour on this, half an hour on this. And so that way you kind of start blocking out how much time mm -hmm. things take and for things like meetings, you might also block out a little bit more than that's on your calendar. So like, you know, it might be that you've got an hour meeting on your calendar, but you really need some prep time and some wrap up time. So maybe I block out an hour and a half or, you know, or I need to drive to my doctor's appointment and drive back. So it's not the right. appointment time, it's the time it takes. Then schedule it, create like a, you know, nine, 9.30, 10, block everything out. I, I, I like to plan in 15 minute increments, but um, block everything out. And then the, um, the third one is evaluate because usually what happens when you go through this process, you've committed to too many things. So now you have to evaluate <laughs> what is truly important and you need to take things off your schedule that are lo a lower priority and put the things that are higher priority that you decided to commit to today. And so you go through this okay. uncommit process where you uncommit from things that are lower importance, lower priority until you kind of balanced out your schedule and your schedule is contains all your priorities and you don't have any like major time sucks that you haven't scheduled because if you do you're not going to get to them and so so yeah that 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 case process commit allocate schedule evaluate really helps you kind of plan your day for those situations where you're trying to do that that's interview. a good takeaway case commit allocate schedule and evaluate right yeah. did i get them right you got them right. Yep. Okay. So th those are good takeaways. Good, good stepping stones. Now, how would someone get in touch with you if they want to learn more about Day Optimizer and how to use it or how to get the app? Yeah. So they can go to dayoptimizer.com and they can always email me at trevor at dayoptimizer.com if they have any questions about the app or just time management in general. Oh, okay. That sounds great, Trevor. I want to thank you so much for being with me today. Um, and I had promised you a certain amount of time. I'm not sure how our time is running because you were, you were really busy. And I can understand if you're using the system, you have your time blocked out. I don't want to make you go over your allocations for me. So listen, thank you so, so very much. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with us before we close today? 
Uh, I don't think so. I mean, the main thing I would say is productivity is personal. So figure out what works for you. Try a bunch of different things. What works for one person may not work for someone else. So keep experimenting until you find the thing that fits. And then that may also change over time as your life circumstances change. Um, or you do, might just get bored of a system. So you might need to just keep trying different things. Um, but keep working at it because you will get better. And the more you practice, the better you get. Thank you. Thank you again. It has been our pleasure to have you here on I Sell Medicare Plans.